You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 118. And I'm still pregnant. Claire's still pregnant and we're Skyping because what's going on with your pelvis? It just is going to break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like all excited because the baby was starting to drop. And now I'm like, I take back everything I ever said about wanting him to drop. Because now I feel like my pelvis is going to crack open every time Ugh. I stand up. So fun. So when you stand up, you literally like grab onto your belly and lift it I up. I grab onto my crotch, actually, because oh. I feel like my pelvis is about to break. And then I kind of have to like bend over and lift up my belly to try to like get his him to do. I don't know what I'm trying to do. After I like walk around for a minute, it kind of settles down. But man, it's no bueno. So is that a sign of things to come very soon? Well, that's the thing is like all I'm having all these like or you know like quote unquote early labor or pre labor signs and they're all just like basically just like congratulations you're nearing the end of your pregnancy like yep sure but, am but, but it doesn't like doesn't not, say not, like. Tomorrow, like there's a baby coming out of your vagina. None of those signs really mean anything. Yeah, I keep having, I imagine the text coming from you of like, my water broke or I just had a baby. Like, I don't know at one point in the process, I'm going to get a text and I'm not expecting anything. I'm not like, text me now. <laughs> you better text don't me. Worry, like way. every single time I stand up, I'm like, oh my gosh, is my water going to break? What if my water breaks right now? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It doesn't. Did you ever see the Sex in the City? You didn't watch that show really. No. Where it was she, a before my time. Yeah. Her water breaks on her friend's shoes and they're like just standing there and it's really funny. Well, I'm still pregnant and I'm still wearing my Kalo ring as a matter of fact because I still can't fit into my normal ring. Yeah. Speaking of Kalo, before we get started, let's talk about Kalo. We always like, or like before we get started, except we totally already We got totally started. got started, but let's stop and start that Kalo is our sponsor and that if you and want we to- We love them. We love them very much. And if you want to support our podcast, support Kalo, Q-A-L-O.com. They're the makers of the silicone wedding rings. We all have them. We all, by you and I and the dogs, maybe wear them. No, everyone- <laughs> That was fantastic. Everyone at our gym has them and we all rave about them, especially at Sloan's Lake CrossFit. We're always sporting our Kalo rings. You guys, get on the bandwagon. Jump on the Kalo bandwagon. Enter code GGW for 15% off your order. And again, that lets them know that we sent you. So support the podcast by supporting Kalo. Yay. I think that my yay now has been transferred to the Kalo, the Kalo spiel. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Because I haven't heard the yay at the beginning. So you've kind of transferred no, yeah, it I've, over. I've tried to like, I tried to switch it up at the beginning. Like at the beginning of this episode, I said I'm still pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yay for Kalo. And Scott is convinced that we need like sound bites and sound, he calls them sound drops. And we absolutely can. But there's, there's some things that you and I both say when we're editing, when I'm editing the podcast that I'm like, wow, I wonder if people, if it gets really annoying for people. That we say that all the yeah, time. Yeah, but... Uh, like, what's your one that you say? Mine, I say so a lot. So and um, which I, you guys don't know this, but I cut out probably 50% of them. <laughs> and uh, and see, like, right there, you probably didn't hear that. So I say so, um, and, like, those little, like, transition words that drive me crazy. Right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, right there when you said uh. Mm-hmm. I think I say, I don't know, I've tried to cut back on this, but, like, in the early episodes, it used to drive me crazy when I would listen, and I would constantly be, like, commenting while you were talking. Like, you'd be saying something, and I constantly would be like, uh-huh, yeah, oh, yeah, uh-huh. And it's like, stop <laughs> I never noticed that really I noticed that about me that I was just like every time that I was talking you were quiet and every time that you would talk I constantly would be like oh yeah uh-huh yeah it's like you don't have to I don't have to hear my own voice all the time calm down <sighs> anyway yeah, our little idiosyncrasies that we have so you guys the rich froning movie came out and yeah and can we all just take a moment, a moment of silence we need to take Mo- a of silence? moment of silence why because it was amazing <laughs> Do you give moments of silence for amazing things? 
I would like to. How about to. like a moment of recognition? It was just great. I feel like you give a moment of silence for like things that are that are sad that happened. Okay. But okay, a moment of a moment of appreciation. So I heard this movie came out, right? And the whole weekend we were kind of browsing through iTunes and Scott was like, man, this movie's really up there on the charts because, you know, of course they feature the, the top chart movies. Right. Not unlike the top chart in podcasts, which again, you guys subscribe to the podcast to put us up on the charts. Thank you very much. And so, you know, I, I really wanted to watch it. So of course I, I downloaded the thing and I'm like, this, it was like a big event for me. Scott like had errands to run. So it was just me and this movie by myself. And I'm like, oh, I get to watch this without... Just you and Rich. Me and Rich, it was, there's like no outside commentary. And the, movie I have like a few comments about it like initial observations is one it felt a little bit at first like I was just watching the CrossFit games like I was like you hear you you hear the same voices you hear the same announcers so it was a little hard to kind of get past that because you feel like you're watching the CrossFit games or any CrossFit event where the same announcers are talking so that was a little weird but then as it got rolling of course you're kind of like okay this is really cool and kind of how they did it was they told the story about Rich of course and how he grew up and a lot of his background and him as a kid and it was a lot of his mom being interviewed and his wife being interviewed so those were kind of the two main people that were talking about him remember that time we saw his dad at the crossfit games totally we were all like is that rich froning what do they rich call froning him they, yeah do they call him they call him uh, the original froning yeah the original froning or like i can't remember what they referred to him in the movie but so yeah he's on it a little bit and mostly mom and and Hillary, His super freaking cute wife. She's so cute. And I also had this thought. I'm going to be all over the place, but that's okay. But I had this thought as I was watching it. Is you know how you and I make fun of people that are like, he's my best friend. Their husbands. Yeah, like the yeah when yeah yeah when, wi- when wives. People, for a second, I thought you meant people who say that about Rich Froning. And I was oh like, no no. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't really know a whole lot of people who think Rich Froning is their best friend, but yes. <laughs> totally. Anyway, I'm sure uh, a lot of people do. But you no, know, yes, thank you for yeah. picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, the wives who say, oh, my, my husband's my best friend. Right. They, I've, they are that couple, but they're the only ones that get that pass, in my opinion. <laughs> Interesting. They, Interesting. They get a pass and I don't know why, but I, it didn't bug me. But they are absolutely that couple. Like, uh, like hands I down, totally I could totally see hands that. down. He's my best friend. Hashtag so blessed. Hashtag. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hashtag so blessed. Grateful. So much. They Hashtag are the only grateful. ones in the world that can use that language. And that's what I decided okay. watching that movie. So, uh, I mean, really, there's not anything big about the story that especially CrossFitters watching are going to be surprised by other than he works out like a crazy person. And they really go into the gym at his, at his house, which, oh my gosh. Amazing! I it's so amazing. Like there, so I have cool. been. Yeah, like I've seen the you know videos they've done at his house. It's like that's nicer than some of the gyms, like the actual gyms I've been in. So rad! Yeah, he probably so... got all that stuff for free. It's pretty. It's pretty rad. So yeah. they go into just kind of the his work ethic and how he played sports as a kid, and how he's always kind of had that personality and and hates to lose. Extremely competitive, even with board games at home, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then they kind of go into how he got into CrossFit and that whole story and background. But the funny part was there's this one of the announcers, Pat Sherwood, mm-hmm. is the one that's at the desk. You know, not the one that's right, kind the of like show. the update show. Thank you. He's hilarious. He's really 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 funny in the movie so they have all the announcers that are kind of doing commentary and Dave Castro is also in it too and Nicole Christensen has a cameo she's they do a shot of the desk like 
two or three years ago at the games and she was in it. And I, I wanted to text her. I know her. I know her. I know. I wanted to text her and be like, do you know that you're in this movie? Which it's really like a, just a quick shot of her at the desk. Right, like the back of her head or something. Yeah. And Kiki, of course, you're kind of like pointing to all these people like, I know them. Well, not really, but you're like, <laughs> I know that person. I know who that is. And, well, we do actually know Nicole, but yeah. not, we don't really know Kiki. But the announcers were, so Pat Sherwood is kind of like my new favorite person because he was really, really funny <laughs> in this movie. Just the way he kind of talked about Rich and his work his crazy work ethic like no one no one comes close it's just one of those stories where you're like he's not human he just isn't human and I think one of the things that Pat was saying was there was one day they came in to record him and he did about he writes his own programming and he says that writing programming is one of his favorite things to do and how you can combine the movements and play along you know play around with it and he just really really enjoys that and so you're kind of watching him and his brain work when he's programming and he works out with his cousin I believe and so they're kind of you know working on that but he the man works I want to say three to four workouts a day oh yeah and I've heard, I read that he works out for like eight hours a day yeah and the announcer was like Pat was like the guy just kept going and he never eats he's like he doesn't stop to eat and he just keeps going he's like I didn't see the guy eat anything all day and then at night he like goes home and then just has a meal he's like where are you getting energy from like where is this coming from I'm like that's that proves right there that he is not human because it's one thing if I go to the gym and I don't eat all day which that would never happen first of all like you work out in the morning and I'm like oh I forgot to eat all day but rich froning caliber where the man is right. lifting insane like- amounts of weight and doing incredible workouts and doesn't eat like it that like can't be real I don't think it, I my guess is like that might have I have to tell myself that that can't be real. Like that can't happen every single day. But no. I can. It, His body yeah. would self-destruct. No. He's like, yeah, he just kept going all day. He didn't, And maybe it was because they were filming, but they were just kind of right. in awe of how the guy just kept going, going, going. Yes. And of course, they talk about his daughter and the whole adoption story. And that was just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And he talks about adoption and really kind of putting a public service message out of people who are thinking of adopting and what a gift it is. And he starts to cry and Hillary starts to cry. They're just yeah. they're just so darn cute they're so darn cute he's very very (laughs) religious which again like when (laughs) when he starts talking about jesus i'm like oh my god i'm going to hell for all the sexual things i said about you on the podcast (laughs) claire told me i would go to hell (laughs) claire warned me this would happen (laughs) totally and i knew it of course i knew this but it's it's and it's like all you guys it's like tongue-in-cheek i'm not gross like You're not a total weirdo. I'm not a total weirdo. So I just I just had to laugh about that because I'm like, man, he really loves Jesus. And there's nothing wrong really with that. Lot. But I'm like, he really, really, really loves Jesus. And they're just amazing. They're an amazing couple. Their energy is just so positive. And of course, like at the end, they're kind of going towards when he actually wins the fourth CrossFit Games. And it's really kind of funny because we almost want like a part two of all the boys. And it's almost like a fraternity where... At oh the gosh. games, they're just all hanging out in Rich's room. And Hillary leaves Lakeland with him for like the first time alone when she goes to run an errand. And he's like, how do you change a diaper, you guys? And all the guys are like swarming around him. And they're like, no, 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 <laughs> pull it up this way. Then pull it. Now you got to like cover it up as soon as you pull it down so she doesn't pee on you. Or so it was just so funny. So it was funny. really cute. That was like my favorite moment. But yeah. <laughs> the, you know, the, the like minor critiques I would have were just 
stupid video critiques just because I have been in that world before where I'm like, there's some things that I had, you can't hear, like the audio was really bad. So I'm like, what did they just say? And I rewound it like 10 times that I couldn't hear what yeah. they said or like some of the graphics I didn't like. But other than that, <laughs> it was, I, feel I was like, very happy with it. Because this had to have been probably pretty much the same production team as the CrossFit Games. And yes. we all know that that has some glitches sometimes. Right, right. And if you ever watched anything with the um, CrossFit Games, you kind of come away being like, this is why ESPN doesn't right. air But to, yeah, but the guy who, I, so I looked at who the director was and I'm totally blanking on his name. I want to say his name's Heber or something. I looked up his, his name on Instagram because I wanted to give him a little shout out. And so I wrote him a note just saying it was really beautifully done because he shot it very well. And I think he did a great job with that creative aspect. But it, yeah. there was just a little bit of kind of like my critique of it looked, it felt like the watching the CrossFit games. There's another part of me was like, I don't know how you else you would do it though because it would almost be too weird right. if you did it like they kind of had a joke at the beginning of if rich was in a movie it would be like terminator type of style and they kind of joked about <laughs> making a movie like that right. and and there's a part of me is like yeah but that's not it's CrossFit. So everyone wants to kind of see CrossFit. And that's what's familiar to us is the right. CrossFit logo and the CrossFit voices and all the same people. And I was expecting to feel a little more annoyed from Dave Castro, but I actually was fine. He was fine. <laughs> he was fine. He kept it he under control. did not annoy me. Yeah, not at all. It was just cool to kind of to see the back behind the scenes at the yeah. games too. And oh my gosh, it really was a fraternity of Oh, I cannot pizza. Even I mean, they all like sleep in the same room together. They had like pizza boxes all over the room. I'm like, oh my gosh, the <laughs> cleanup crew of that hotel. I hope they get tipped really well because man, it really was like a fraternity. That's and then so of course funny. they show all this, you know, all the stuff of him riding motorcycles and shooting guns. And that's where that awesome photo we America. posted on America. That's where that photo came from, by the way. The one we posted last 4th of July was right, a photo him, shoot like, for this movie. Yeah, he's just, he's just, yeah, he is absolutely not human. He just is not human. That's kind of what I hear. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll have to put, right now I'm like saving up things to go on my list for when I'm breastfeeding because apparently it's, it helps to like, every, everyone tells me like, you know, pick a show that you just have that you just know like, okay, at two o'clock in the morning, I'm just gonna go turn on Gilmore Girls and like, it's gonna keep me awake. So that'll be one of my things. To kind of plow through. You know what I'm doing right now? Speaking of shows. I got started on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, wow. <laughs> when we were going to Hawaii. I feel like I remember you saying that and I didn't, I totally did not believe you. Like I didn't take you seriously. What? When you were like. Yes, I, I texted I, you that morning when we were leaving. And I was like, yeah. I'm totally binging and you're on. Like, I just downloaded all the episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> In my brain. I was like, that's no. Because your real answer to me was that's such a great show. And I was like, I know, right? And It was I, a great show, actually. The whole thing was that Amazon, if you have Amazon Prime, you can download all the shows for free now. So. So I was super excited about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and also Veronica Mars I really want to start watching. I mean, it's old, but I really have heard good things about that too. Anything with a good <laughs> female, strong female character, I'm down yeah. with. There was another one that I was like recently. But you probably, yeah, you probably don't want to watch vampires when you're breastfeeding. I mean, they're not real. You know, like they're not real vampires, <laughs> Joy, is what I was about to say. But they're like so fake. They, are, I mean? they are so fake. Like it's not even like scary real, real vampires. I mean, clearly they're not real vampires. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's like not like The Walking Dead. Like The right, Walking exactly, Dead is exactly. I won't it's, sleep it's like for realistic. days. Yeah, yeah no, like, I won't sleep not, for days. Like realistic. Things. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you watch Charmed and you like things, you know, burst out of thin air and you're like, where did that come from? 
<laughs> That's just you. So what else are you doing to prep for baby? Nothing. You have your freezer meals. We saw the I picture have, of your freezer. Well, yeah, we have my freezer meals. We have the car seat bases installed. We have the crib set up. We have all, we have the, like, everything is sorted. We got a ton of hand-me-downs. We have an entire drawer just full of different kinds of swaddles. We have, like, five di- different types of swaddles. Not to mention, of each type, we have, like, seven. We have so, like, that's going to be the most swaddled baby on the planet. It's going to be, like, a little burrito. Yeah, it's going to be great. He's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> you said you got a lot. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. You got a lot of labor snacks, yes, right? labor snacks. We yeah. got, like, $200 of labor snacks at Whole Foods. Because everyone's, like... Well, when you're in labor, you just like, you know, like you need to start eating right when you, when you think you're going to labor because your body burns apparently up to 800 to 1,000 calories per hour while you're in labor. OMG. Right? And oh so I imagine God. that's probably like towards the end when you're like really things are going crazy. That is I don't think really, you burn that the whole time. That is, but, right? that is like running a marathon. It's insane. Yeah. And so we bought a bunch of – but everyone's like, you know, the further you get into labor, the less you're going to want to eat. And also like as labor gets more intense, you actually can get really nauseous and it's really not uncommon for women to vomit. And so – and then, you know, of course, then not to mention Brandon is like needs to be fed at all times. And right. He's going to have all the labor snacks. Right. Let's he be honest. The labor snacks are snacks. really for Brandon. They are. like They're like 90% for Brandon. Right. And so, yeah, so, but we were like, well, I was like, well, what do I buy? And so I just bought snacks as if I was getting ready for a CrossFit competition because I was like, this is the exact same type of food that I would want if I, you know, if I was like just finished a wad and knew I was going to have to do another one in an hour. It makes like, sense. Like why, yeah. and why would you eat something different? Like what, now's not the time to try something new. Right, exactly. Now's not so the I, time to try a new bar and you're like, this is disgusting. Yeah, exactly. So we got like a bunch of Mama Chia. We got some like fuel for fire things actually. Ooh, those are so good. And like just so easy to eat. And we got like string cheese and bars and like those little honey stinger gummy chews, which are really good, like energy chews. Those are my favorite. Yeah. So really just like a lot of stuff where I was like, what would I eat if I was at a CrossFit competition? Because that's basically the same. Everything that I've like got, you know, everything that I think of when I'm getting ready for like, okay, how am I going to do this? Or what is this going to be like? I'm like, well, what do I do when I'm like in the middle of a really hard CrossFit workout? You know, like we were, I think I told you this already, but we had during our, during one of our um, like childbirth classes that we took, they had us do this thing where you had to just hold your arms out to the side for 90 seconds and just hold them. And you could like move them up and down, but they couldn't drop below your shoulders. Okay. And and we had to do that for 90 seconds and well, then you took like a 30 second break and we and then it did it for 90 seconds again and the, or no you took a minute break and then it for 90 seconds again and we did that like five times and the the point was to kind of simulate discomfort not simulate discomfort but to like bring on like a, a low kind of me, low to medium grade just discomfort just to see what you naturally did to cope with it to be like okay this might be something that you want to think about in terms of like labor techniques and so it's like if you find that you start you know, like kind of puffing out your breath. Okay, maybe that's something that you do. Or if you find that you, you know, what? Like for example, I start wiggling my toes. Like when I get like, with, and I, I mean, I mean, I know that about myself. Like from getting tattoos. Like I just I wiggle my toes, like to kind of just transfer it. But I got, I got so competitive. <laughs> this, I was totally thinking about you. I was like, this. I'm totally like pulling like a joy trying to win the warm up right now. <laughs> because my arms, I like wouldn't move them. Everyone else was like waving their arms around and like, and I was like, no, I do not need to move them. <laughs> 
Like, where's the whiteboard? I yeah, want exactly. this on like, the whiteboard. The exactly. I want to be like, uh, I would like to point out that I didn't actually even have to move my arms. I just stay them there the whole time. It was really funny. I totally won the labor class. I won the childbirth class. I won the labor warm up. And so, but yeah, like everything I've, you know, like when I, we were having a doula, which is like, you people know what a doula is now, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're having a doula and she was like talking about, you know, do you... When you're in like difficult situations, do you typically like to be touched? Do you like people to like ver- give you verbal um, encouragement? You know, like what do you, do you think you're going to want people to be very hands off? And I was like, well, at the end of fourteen five, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you told me this story. Yeah. <laughs> like I really, really liked when. Right, exactly. I was like, well, in like the middle of 14.5. Oh, sorry. That was Luna barking. Um, Like in the middle of 14.5, I liked it when people were like encouraging me. But then by the end, I just like wanted people out of my space. <laughs> so I think it'll be kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, so I think it'll probably be like that. I think that's a fair comparison. One of our listeners commented on a post somewhere that she said, oh, what was the wad? Was it Murph with a vest or something? Murph. It was harder it was than birthing, birthing a 10 pound baby. Yeah, I was like, all right, great. I've done Murph now with the ten, not the vest, but I've done Murph. Ten pound. I, have, I mean, I bless your heart. Bless that woman's heart. Ten pound baby. Ten pound baby. If this baby's ten pounds, you know what though? At the end of the day, like it doesn't actually matter how fat your baby is as long as their head isn't that big. Oh really? Is that the truth? It really is because like fat smooshes. It'll smoosh right out of there. The baby's just getting its head out. Ooh. So as long as it doesn't have a gigantic head, it doesn't. It, I mean, it can weigh like thirty. I mean, it can't weigh thirty pounds. That'd be ridiculous. But it can weigh a lot. It can weigh. It can weigh, totally weigh ten pounds as long as it doesn't have like a ginormous, ginormous head. Oh. And it can weigh like six pounds. And if it has a huge freaking head, then sometimes. Do you guys have histories of large noggins coming out of vaginas? On your I don't know. See, that's the thing is that I was born at twenty-eight weeks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. was like three pounds when like, I was teeny born. tiny. Yeah, I was yeah. too. And. And um, Brandon, I have, don't really know a whole lot about this. Like, you know, nobody's ever, like, said anything to me about, like, well, you know, the babies in our family have big heads. So I'm not that about it. <laughs> you, know the, that, you know us, our family, we just have yeah, big heads. Have big head family. Yeah, I know. So... I'm not that worried about it. But yeah, I, I do I do have a lot of pretty much like everything that I'm like every like mental preparation that I've made has been using fourteen five as <laughs> I I really like that. That's well, that so funny. The hardest thing I've ever done physically, yeah. I think, and like mentally. That was like the deepest, darkest that I've ever gone. Is that the one I did recent not recently, like earlier this year and you texted me, you're like, Why? Because I redid it. The burpees yes. and the thrusters, right? The bar facing burpees and the thrusters, yeah. Good times. Good times. That was just, I feel like there was something about that day, like that, I don't know. It just was like the perfect storm for just being so, you know, some days you do a workout and it's really hard and it just like doesn't really affect you. And you're like, yeah, that was a hard workout. There was something about the day that I did 14.5 where it was just like a perfect storm to just be mentally super hard. And I think it was that like, I was in the very last heat. I was, it was like me and maybe one other person who finished way before me. And so by the end, every single person who was, who was there, cause Jay has like a party had like already done it and like everyone's watching me and I just felt super like self-conscious right anyway but long story short I imagine that labor will be easier (laughs) yeah I remember watching I think I judged a guy doing that and it was it was hard to watch even though I did it that morning it was hard to watch someone else do it because it was like oh so painful I had a wad this week. No, it was yesterday morning at Jay that really didn't look that difficult. It was a 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 of rowing cat for calories. So it was 50 and then you had to do 25 slam balls, then go row 40, 25 slam balls, 30. And it sucked. 
It was yeah. one of those it was one of those workouts where I was just like, I hate everyone. I hate everything. And <laughs> you all can you go You can't make me. Ugh. I wanted to walk that, out of there. That suck. It was just that whole push pull and then picking up the slam ball. Your forearms were completely toasted. Yeah. And you just Ugh. like there's no, no I feel like those moves are so Ugh. like yeah. similar yeah. that you would it would just be like relentless. Exactly. That's what it was. But looking at yeah. it, you're kinda like, Oh, it's not too bad. And then yeah. Yeah. Pain, balls. pain cave came on real fast. Ooh. So should we jump to some questions from our awesome Gutter You Challenge group? Yeah, well, that actually leads into one of them, which was somebody was saying like, you know, can you tell us more about your weekly workouts and kind of go over what they were like? Yeah, so that was definitely the toughest one for me this week. And Sunday we did Fight Gone Bad. And mm-hmm. I think at J now we're doing either benchmarks or Yeah, they're hero- benchmarks and or heroes. And or like hero wads on, on, on Sundays. On, yeah, on Sundays. So we did Fight Gone Bad and that was blech. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Filthy 50. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which also is terrible, but also terrible. I also have done Fight Gone Bad in a while. There's just something about the Fight Gone Bad style that you can't ever get out of the pain cave. Yeah. You look at it, it's the same same flavor of you look at it and you're kind of like, nah, not too bad. But when you're in it, you're like, Bleh. like This is never going to end. So that was Sunday. And then yesterday we did the rowing and slam balls and then... Today, this morning was when I did the PR clean and jerks. Oh, yeah. Everyone PR'd. <laughs> it was go. a PR clean and jerk day. Yeah. So that was an Ollie day at Sloan's Lake CrossFit. I was laughing because someone on our Instagram was like, You totally power clean that. You could totally do more. And I was like, If only you knew Joy's history with yeah, the power. If you only knew, trust me, I know how bad I am at that. Claire, was that the benchmark brawl? When yeah. You had a video like a benchmark of me. Brawl. Yeah. Ooh, this would have been a year. Two years ago? Was I, it two I years yes, ago? it was two years ago, be, almost exactly to the day because I got my time hop that you and I did the benchmark brawl. Yeah. October so fifth or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you it was like one of the things was a one rep max, not even clean and dirt, just clean. And you were pulling it to like your chin. Uh. And so you just bad. would hit your elbows under. Yeah. And everyone, I mean, like everyone around you was just screaming bloody murder at you. Like yeah. just get under Drop the bar. Get under, under the bar. that bar. Under yeah. Yeah. And that was where I was thinking, because I looked at the video and of course I'm critiquing myself because I'm like, this is where you have to lift, I would say a good three to four times a week or at least three times a week, just doing only lifting to really, really dial in the movements. And that just kind of goes to show you where I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing clean and jerks for years, but the movement is still something that I haven't dialed in well enough to be consistent with it because I don't do it every day, you know? Right. And so. Well, and I always just have to, to remind myself that like there are a lot of people who do this every single day like if you want to master olympic lifting you're doing it like you are people work on olympic lifts every single day for years and you know like the olympic lifters and like they're still years so that's something where i for the clean yeah i I power clean and i pull it up to my freaking chin but i don't drop under it so that's always been one of my faults along with jumping forward or just name name it i probably am doing it but i've yet to really kind of consistently clean 145 i think i once cleaned 155 and that was a few months ago but again I don't do this every day so I really am not working on it and so today I was kind of going in with the goal of 140 
I'm like, that's kind of middle of the road. I know that I've done 135 and I think I've cleaned 145 comfortably, but I don't know if I've jerked that. And so, yeah, so I did 145. I got to 145 and then I did 150 after I turned the camera off because of course I was like, oh, I'm going to just stop. And then I was like, oh, I'll try one more. <laughs> and then uh, I cleaned 150 and, wow. and, jer- and jerked 150. And so I was super, super excited about that. How much do you weigh? I weigh 155. Okay, so almost almost body weight. Yeah. That's huge. I feel like a body weight clean and jerk is a really good mouse for like kind of the that's true isn't it like the like casual crossfitter yeah like that's a really good so every time i do olympic lifting i always am reminded of how much work needs to be put into olympic lifting to get good at it and that i don't do enough to really get good at it in a fast pace which is why a lot of people will complain that they haven't pr'd in a while i'm like well man that's when you're on that really fast learning curve and then when you get to the nitty-gritty of it and really need to dial it in is when it matters duh so all those errors that you're making up to the point of you can be it can be forgiving when you're doing lighter weight but once you get to heavier weight it's not forgiving anymore and that's when you really have to dial in the movement so that's kind of where i'm i was watching it today i was like yeah this is whatever but and again like that's where for me all the lifting i love it but i'm not i don't have the time to do it every day and it's not something i have like any specific goals i don't have any specific goals with it yeah and even like i have done a couple of like weightlifting programs where i did i've done like a couple catalyst programs which if you guys are listening to this thinking like man you know i really do i really should work more on my lifts i have really enjoyed the catalyst programs and they're all free and there's like a thousand of them um but i find that like the basic just basic rep cycles are always the best and they're a lot i like them because they're easy to break down in the sense that like there's a lot going on in any given day but if you're like man I I only really have like you know an hour or 30 extra minutes to work on this three times a week I don't have 90 minutes five times a week they're easy to kind of pick apart and decide what you want to do but I've done a couple of those I never finish them but I usually get like at least through four or five weeks of them and even then I feel like I I feel like it's just like anything where you focus on like I feel like I really can dial or not really dial it in but I notice a difference after about maybe like three or four weeks I start to notice a difference like in my wads but then as soon as I stop the program within like two weeks I'm back to feeling like well oh well really because I remember the small of was it the small of cycle that we did the squats yeah, yeah. that was probably sometime last year and I remember feeling a huge last difference summer. yeah I remember feeling a huge difference after doing all those squats yeah so, but then afterwards it like goes away pretty quickly because you just can't maintain that amount of volume yeah I just feel like I think the same question that Becca asked was, you know, hearing about our workouts too, but kind of what weight we're choosing to use or kind of how we're feeling about it. And I, you know, I kind of take the, like this morning, I was kind of feeling like I really, really would love to PR. But again, like I just don't have specific goals on one specific movement or, you know what I mean? Like, And you're past the point where you're expecting to PR every single time you have a one rep max day. Yeah, but remember when we used to talk all the time about like, oh, I really want to get like a muscle up by the end of the year. I really And I feel like this is where I'm at where there's so many CrossFit movements that I feel like I'm at a pretty good place where I feel comfortable with where I'm at that I'm not. It's hard for me to choose exactly what to hone in on to work sure. on. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yep. It's like, okay, what do you want to take to the next level first? Because I'm yeah. feeling pretty good with it. And what was, I think it was front squats. Front squats lately have been really, really training my core so much. And if you, obviously when you're doing it heavier, you notice how important, let me back up yeah. like five steps. I, my, <laughs> my air squat, my squat stance has improved so dramatically and I have no idea how it did. And I feel like now, 
now that I can get into a comfortable squat, a mm-hmm. more a more comfortable squat, I feel like that allows me to pull my chest up higher instead of crouching down and letting my chest fall, which then has stabilized my core to where when I'm doing a front squat, I'm not trying to cave forward like that, you know, the taco effect where you just like collapse. And so whenever I'm doing front squats now, I'm kind of like, man, I feel so much better. And it all starts from the air squat. So I'm like, that is why they really make you do a million air squats at level one. (laughs) It all came full circle. I clearly haven't been doing any work. Um, I haven't worked out since Labor Day. I did that Labor Day wad and that was like, I mean, it was nice to kind of have a clear like, okay, this is my body telling me that I'm done and that's fine. But I definitely, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I overdid it on Labor Day, but I definitely found my limit and definitely was like, all right, well, that was great. I was able to work out consistently till about 30, what was I at Labor Day? 35 or 36, no, 34 or 35 weeks. And then I just had to stop. So that's fine. But I did have a dream that I tried to work out <laughs> and I couldn't even push press the empty barbell. And I was I like, mom, mom. And totally I was like counts. getting it up and but, and I, like my right arm could walk out, but I couldn't get my left arm to walk out. <laughs> it was like so oddly. Even vivid. with your crazy elbows? In my dream. No, I couldn't get it. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like too heavy for my left arm. Kelsey wants to know what our favorite nail polish brand is. Whatever kind of Melissa uses at Adorn Salon because she's my nail guru. She's amazing and your nails are always amazing. But I am sure everyone has heard me geek out about the SE nail polish. So now I found the SE, the E-S-S-I-E gel top coat. And this is so girly right now, but I have to geek out about it. So Essie came out with a gel top coat and I was getting gel nails for the longest time and it gets expensive and they're just annoying after a while sometimes. Yeah, because like you just like go in and yeah. take them off. And after yeah. like two weeks, I start to feel like suffocated and then I freak out. Like I feel claustrophobic. I'm like, I need this off of me right now. And I found this uh, gel top coat that your nails, your regular nail polish makes it last a week. And then Becca from our Girls Gun Wad Facebook group was like, you need to try this top coat called Seche Vite. I think that's, I'm probably saying it wrong, but it dries in like two seconds because that's why I hate to do my nails because I hate waiting for it and to dry. To walk around. Yeah, we call, uh, it, we call it Mimi hands. Mimi hands, yeah. Yeah, because so, my grandmother, I have to explain Mimi hands. So if you like hold your palm out flat and then you wave just from the wrist, like you're fanning someone, yes. that's how my grandmother waves, and who we call Mimi. And so whenever I have wet nails, we call it Mimi hands because you're just walking around fanning your hands. Yes. So this, no joke, I'm not exaggerating, and I know I sound like an infomercial, dries in probably a minute to where oh. it's kind yeah. of like that you can touch it. You can tell it's kind of a little tacky like still, tacky. but then it yeah, but then it dries super fast and then it stays on for a whole week. So I do Essie. So my favorite nail polish brand is Essie, which is now turned into an annoying obsession. Every time I go to Target, <laughs> I'm looking at the colors and I've, I seem to buy a new color every time I go to so Target. So I was like, for your birthday, I was going to get you nail polish, and then I was like, I don't know what nail polish she already has and I got totally overwhelmed and was like screw it (laughs) (laughs) you got totally overwhelmed because I was like well how do I even know so funny that's so funny it's like a thousand yeah so I'm obsessed with Essie and the Seche Vite stuff and then she asked what song would be the soundtrack to your life or the soundtrack to your life in the gym right now do you have a soundtrack to your life Claire yeah hold on I heard it on the radio the other day and I have to just look it up real quick so I can give you the words okay which by the way yeah you can go ahead and look it up but I was, I don't know where I got down this rabbit hole, but I was looking on, oh, it was when I was looking for the rich, or when I was trying to buy the rich froning movie, I got on this rabbit hole of looking at ringtones. And I'm like, how did I not know so many ringtones exist in iTunes? 
ringtones of songs, ringtones of sounds and sayings. And that kind of got me thinking of like, what's the coolest sounds that people have for their ringtones and their ring? Because I'm like, there's so many, like you can have anything. You can have all these yeah. there's Star Wars sounds, like R2-D2 as your text notification. Like who, who doesn't, I don't know. First of all, I don't remember what song it was, and I can't think of a good one. That's okay. But second of all, does, do adults still use ringtones? Or I just I don't even remember the last time I had my phone not on vibrate. Oh, really? You don't ever have your phone ring? I mean, I turn on my alarm, but I never, ever, ever have my phone on ring, ever. Ryan Cabrera has a new song? What? I don't even know who that is. He was on the hills, like, forever ago. He was kind of a geek. And then he was on Ashley Simpson's TV show. Ashley Simpson <laughs> had a TV show? She totally did. It was so awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. I do love, it's not totally new, but I like Gwen Stefani's new song, Spark the Fire. I do like I that just, too. I just love anything Gwen does. You like Fight Song. Yeah, I like Fight Song. I yeah. wouldn't say that that's like my like song that describes my life right now, though. Like if there was a song about like not being able to roll over in bed by yourself, <laughs> that would be a song. I just feel like my really (laughs) my overwhelming just the feeling about life right now is people are like oh how are you I'm like I'm just still pregnant stop asking me because I really am still pregnant it's like there's just nothing else that I can (laughs) that like there's even there's no room for anything else in my brain other than just being like well I'm still pregnant and I'm not even like past my due date I still have like, I know. I almost know. two weeks. I know. Ooh, ten come days. on, come on, baby. Beth asks, any amazing books that you've read recently? No. I am always binging on biographies. So I just read Rob Lowe's slash listen to audiobook. So okay, that doesn't count as reading, but it kind of does. Rob Lowe's second book, Love Life, was great. He, I have a huge, like, even more crush on him because he's such a brilliant writer, and I just think he's a beautiful human being. Am I thinking of the same person? I just can't get back. I just can't get past him in Wayne's World. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I just can't get past that. It was on Parks and Rec. Benjamin is nobody's friend. If Benjamin was an ice cream flavor, he would be pralines and, and Dick. Dick. Such a great movie. So I read his book and then I am trying to get into a couple other biographies. I'm just obsessed. It's that whole why I love reality shows. That's why I love biographies. I just like to listen. I like to peer into people's lives. And then she also asked TV shows to binge watch. Well, of course, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've been binge watching NCIS big time. Why are you? That is so weird. I've never watched that show. It's good. I like those kinds of shows, like those kind of like crime scene dramas. Yeah. And it just does not, I, I don't picture you, I, I picture you watching like some into the wild type of yeah, docu series. Yeah, that interesting. I did watch the Ken Burns National Park series last year and that was pretty good, but it's like you can only watch it once. It's not like you can't just watch it over and over. Um, Lisa Ling has, you know who Lisa Ling is? That reporter that was on CNN for the longest time. She actually debuted on Channel One. If any listeners out there know what Channel One is, I will be so impressed because that's when I was in junior high they had this news <laughs> channel called channel one and we all watched it during lunch or it was like some like first period or something they played right. channel one and it was like these you know these young newscasters talking about news across the world and it was it was just like a little news show for junior highs and high schools and it was really funny so Lisa yeah. Ling you don't know who she is she has a great blanking on the name but I watched a couple of episodes when I was in Hawaii I want to say it was like life or something but it's really really good there's a ton of I mean if you on Netflix, you could peruse through the shows for an hour. Isn't there yeah. like a, a meme that jokes about how long it takes for people to pick a show? Yeah, it was, uh, it's like 
I'm sorry I fell asleep 20 minutes into the movie. It took us three hours to pick out. Yeah. Kira asks about mobility. Her biggest problem areas are hips and quads. And I'm going to also refer her to Steph's Endure Yoga. Endure Yoga. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That ebook that she has is amazing. Yeah. And she gave us... What was the promo code? Do you remember? Oh my gosh, it's forever ago. But she said that it. it she, here, I'm going to go into our messages. Yeah, go look it up. Because she said that it was. It would never expire. expire. Anyway, talk more about that. While I look yeah, yeah. So Kira's asking about mobility and says that uh, her sucks and any suggestions on where to start or good routine. Her biggest problem areas are hips and quads. So if you're anything like me, I don't really spend a lot of time on mobility, but I know I need to. And I mentioned earlier that my squat stance is a lot better. And I think that is really due to taking the time to stretch before and after, even if it's a few minutes. So I will make sure that I'm doing the ultimate stretch. And if you don't know what that is, Google it, or just it's like a runner's lunge with a twist and really, really spending some time even just sitting in at the bottom of an air squat. Something that I really, really love to do is, and I think this has actually helped is put weight, if you can, if it feels good and if it's safe for you, and please make sure you're consulting with a coach when you do it, is to grab grab a slam ball and do the up downs where you're grabbing the slam ball almost across your chest like you're hugging the slam ball and then you go into a squat at the bottom of an air squat so you're more or less holding the slam ball on your chest in an air squat and then you leave the slam ball right there and you pull your hips up straighten your legs like you're hanging like ragdoll in yoga but you're holding uh-huh. holding on to the slam ball and letting it loosening your lower back and that and your hamstrings and that feels really good so I've been doing that a lot before we even warm up just because it feels good and since I work out so early in the morning it definitely opens up my back and my hamstrings better so mm-hmm. I do probably 10 to 15 up downs where I really spend time just sitting in that air squat with the slam ball and then of course your banded stretches banded hamstring stretch kind of depends on what you want to work on but she said her hips and quads are more specific the couch stretch is fantastic I've noticed a lot with doing the couch stretch so you can google that as well it's where you're kind of doing a how would you describe that Claire up against the wall couch stretch it's sort (laughs) of like a quad pull yeah yeah except instead of using your hand to pull up your ankle you're more or uh, less kneeling on the ground yeah you're kneeling on the ground with your um with the shin of your back leg pressed up against the wall did you find finding this no dang it well we can look it up and maybe post it after the episode yeah it was a long time ago though maybe i think you know it might have been in your personal email because i think she emailed us at her personal email accounts okay well i'll keep looking okay Shelly asks, what pieces of equipment or accessories are game changers for CrossFit workouts? And that's a good one. I don't think we've talked enough about that. We talk a little bit about the things that we like, but as far as game changers, I would say if you're newer, wrist wraps are really helpful because we do a lot of movements that people aren't used to. People aren't used to going, trying to go into a handstand. People aren't used to putting weight over their head. And I think that there's a lot of complaints that their wrists hurt right away. So some people will kind of debate and say, well, you're not building up wrist strength that way. And my answer to that is, well, I would rather you build it up safely with kind of some reinforcement. And then as you're working on other movements, I think your wrists are going to be, your wrist strength is going to be built up anyway, but don't do something that feels painful. I mean, I still wear wrist wraps with almost everything I do overhead, handstand pushups, especially because it just doesn't feel good to me. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything by wearing wrist wraps and, oh, I'm not building up my wrist strength because of that. I'm like, I think I'm perfectly fine. 
and then definitely take time to stretch your wrists out before and after if you're experiencing that. But as far as, uh, so wrist wraps would be huge. Your own jump rope, necessary if you want to get double under double unders. Yeah, huge. I always tell, like people constantly, especially at elevation, are, the athletes are constantly asking me like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? How do I get double unders? And my very first thing I always say to them is buy your own jump rope. And it's not even about having a nice jump rope. And I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. It has nothing to do with having a nice jump rope. You do not need to go out and spend $50 on an RX, you know, RX jump rope. Just go buy. It just has to do with having one that you like and one that is consistent. And like, it's definitely worth it. My favorite one, I have the Rogue jump rope with the short handles and I love it. And, you know, if you want to get the RX ones, those are great. That's what I learned on. But it's like, it really get a decent one that you like and you're going to use and make sure it's not too heavy. But other than that, like... You just need to just suck it, suck it up and just freaking get one. Absolutely. I would say without a doubt, don't even hesitate about spending money on a jump rope for yourself because A, it's you're going to get double unders faster and it's going to feel better. But B, you're not going to have to fight people for a rope and it's not going to be all tangly and it just right, and weird. then it doesn't fit and you're you have to kind of adjust to the height so I would I would definitely do that and then my last thing I would say would probably be let's see I, I did wrist wraps jump rope and I think I did knee sleeves as my third crossfit purchase for accessories and that was it's not always necessary but if we're doing a wad with a lot of overhead squats or anything that's kind of more heavy with front squats or back squats then I I use those and especially on ollie days I'll put on knee sleeves especially if we're doing back squats man I'm trying to think like honestly it's it's a little bit weird because it's I mean it it literally has been close to a year since I've done a wad at full capacity I mean you think about like I got pregnant in January and so it's so weird 10 months I know crazy since I've done a waterfall capacity so I'm trying to think like what because I haven't I haven't even worn Oli shoes since really since I found out I was pregnant because I was like I haven't been lifting that heavy right I would I mean I would definitely put Oli shoes in that category though I think that especially if you're somebody who struggles with income mobility once again it's the same kind of conversation as like the wrist straps or the weightlifting belt where it's like well do you really want to have to focus on that or do you really want to use that as a crutch but at the same time it's like you do sometimes need to buy yourself a little bit of support while you're working on building something up yeah, and I don't know if there's any science behind this. I'm just wondering if anyone out there knows that if Ollie shoes help with, does it help with ankle flexibility? Do you no, think? Uh-uh. no, I think because, it just because, is, it makes up for inflexibility. Yeah, because I wonder if it just has helped. I mean, it's helped me so much getting into my full depth, and now I don't always have to wear my Ollie shoes. I wear the Nano the fives and those have yeah. a those also have a really good raise, way different than the fours. But I. What changed? Because I was, and I don't know, maybe it's just because my ankles are more flexible now or with all the movements I've done, but I have really, really helped my squat stance and I'm pretty proud of it. I could see that potentially, you know, using the Oli shoes to lift up your ankles or lift up your heels could, you know, have such a positive influence on the rest of your squat that it could like help you really work on hip flexibility, which in turn would make it so that your ankle flexibility wasn't such a big deal down the road. Something like that. Yeah. Other than that, I agree with you. I, I I rarely, rarely, rarely use wrist straps. I just think they're irritating. Really? Oh, I wear them yeah. all the time. I don't like them. I think they're – I just don't – I don't know. They they annoy me. So I haven't ever really gotten into it. Knee sleeves I like. Yeah, that's really that. I mean, I don't know. All Nothing right. too crazy. So we have a few minutes left. I found out. it, by the way. I found the endurance. Oh, finally. awesome. Okay. 
So if you go to endureyoga.com, E-N-D-U-R-E, and then yoga.com, it like pops up right away when you get to the website. And the discount code is GGW2015. And that's for $5 off. So GGW, like girls gonna wad, and then 2015, like the year. It's a wad recovery yoga ebook and it's been super helpful and it really it's really cool because like the table of contents there are two separate table of contents and one of them is is set up for like shoulders hips back you know whatever and the neck and then the second one is set up for like if you're doing clean and jerk maybe think about using these to recover if you're doing deadlifts try these you're doing kettlebell things try these and so that way you can like go into a wad you know maybe print out your book or put it on your phone you can go into a wad and be like oh we had we had deadlifts and kettlebell things today and my you know like my posterior chain is just on fire but I'm not really sure what to do about it you look up and it's like oh deadlifts it says xyz which I think is brilliant yeah so I I really have enjoyed that book a lot yeah she's so great and go Mm -hmm. follow her on Facebook it's endure yoga and we had her on the podcast too yay awesome. stephanie so we have a few minutes left let's get to a quick I, let's make this quick let's do like lightning round because i really okay. uh, you guys in our group are amazing and thank you for all the questions and sorry if we didn't get to it this round but if claire doesn't have a baby within a week <laughs> we'll answer them you're totally having a baby tomorrow the, the, the next, next episode is gonna be me crying right <laughs> Then we will also answer your questions. Let's do the wedding one. Yes, that's what I was going to go for. Go for okay. it. Okay. I'm getting married next October. And I was wondering if you guys changed up your diet or exercise before your wedding. And how did planning go compared to the actual day? Just curious. I'm the first of my friends to get married. So I haven't really heard any advice or what to's or what not to do's. I didn't change anything up. I will say that I was probably at my fittest going into my wedding just because that's it coincided with a time in my life where I was had a really stable schedule and was able to work out a lot. But I didn't really change anything. I did try a sugar detox right before my wedding because I was I was worried I was going to break out. Oh, I remember that. And then I had like a panic, like a legitimate panic attack. And like I remember that too. Before. Yeah. And I was like, maybe like combining a super stressful family it's event with, with like chronically low blood sugar is a terrible right. thing. So I would not recommend doing that. Planning versus the actual day. So I was a wedding planner in, co- in college. So for me, it was a little bit, I think my expectations were a little bit more realistic. But I will say that the biggest thing that I've heard from brides that I had heard from brides as a wedding planner was they would get to the wedding day and just be like, man, I'm just so ready for this day to be over. Yep. That's how I felt. Do not let yourself get to that point because you, (laughs) if that's horrible, I mean, I was like, I was, I was so ready for the day and it it wasn't like, I don't regret it at all. And me being my introvert self, I was just way overwhelmed with interactions and people and stimulation it was fabulous but I was exactly that girl yeah and so like don't I like the biggest advice that I would have in that sense is don't plan a wedding that you don't want to have and second of all hire day of wedding planners yes that is huge we got a foot of snow on my wedding day and they were out there all day long shoveling the steps making sure that the parking lot was clear higher it's worth every single freaking penny so that when your mother-in-law calls you freaking out you yep. just tell her you don't answer the phone actually is what you do. don't answer the phone yeah but then at the rehearsal dinner you give her the number of the wedding planners and say if you have any questions for i'll call them yep so and if you can't afford wedding planners i would say to assign someone who can be your point person that you know that you can just yeah. assign that task to them all day you can just like pick a family member or someone you really trust and be like can you be my point person that if anything happens this day you can do the, be the one that handle it great um, seriously like wedding planners over like a videographer like yes. don't spend that crap oh, on like a, totally. like a videographer 
I would say I didn't really change. I wasn't really working out doing CrossFit before my wedding. I was kind of just dabbling into CrossFit. Mm -hmm. So I remember not doing a ton of weights because I didn't want my arms to be huge because, and I know everyone's rolling their eyes really big right now, but with the place I was at before I got married, I was like, I don't want to have huge shoulders because my shoulders are already big and I was self-conscious about it. But so I didn't really do a ton of weights before I got married. And then as for the day, I would kind of, I would agree with Claire with everything. And we planned a smallish wedding I think we had 85 to 90 people which I I think that's small that's how big ours was too yeah yeah, and I think that that was perfect we wouldn't have wanted anything bigger but it it definitely was like overwhelming and what they say is true like it goes by really fast you don't remember like you have to greet everybody you don't remember a lot of interactions because you're kind of in a whirlwind but it's just just to have fun like enjoy it and don't worry about the small things like there was a couple things that happened at my wedding that I was kind of like after the fact annoyed with and I was like oh that's dumb like I just need to kind of let it go you have to you have to just be willing to let stuff like that go okay, okay I, hold on I want to talk uh, there was one I just saw where was it really quick though I, while you're looking at that oh uh, no, wait I found it go ahead oh Cora, Cora says where did you get your leggings in the PR video on Instagram everyone I'm like I've worn those leggings before you guys they're from Lululemon I got them last year because they look like stormtrooper leggings oh my gosh you're ridiculous um Beth said Halloween costumes past and future I love Halloween and I'm like really disappointed that I'm not really gonna be able to dress up for it this year because yeah. I'm gonna be preoccupied but I think I personally think everyone should go as back to the future this year because this is the year that Marty McFly goes back to the future. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. October 21st, 2015. I have a friend, so Scott's BFF, the guy who was our best man at our wedding and his wife dressed up. He's really tall and lanky. He dressed up as Doc one year and she dressed up as Marty McFly and they had a DeLorean like one oh of their my gosh, friends. I think you told me about it that. It was fantastic. And they yeah. pulled up in a DeLorean and like one of their friends had one. Like what? And That's pulled amazing. up and he's Doc and she's, it was, it was phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Amazing. I don't really have any like amazing costumes. I think the most recent cool one that I liked was I went as Pebbles and I got to wear a pink wig, which that was great. <laughs> I, I really wanted to go as a deadlift where I would, you would dress up like an old, like an old carnival strongman, but wear like day of the dead makeup and you could be a deadlift and it'd be so CrossFit punny. Ooh, that is CrossFit punny. And I really would love to find a reason to dress up this year. Like I will just be hand, handing out candy at my uh-huh. house, but I want to dress up as a mean girl, like a mouse or like one of the mean girls in on Halloween. That's what I want to dress for Halloween. Duh. All right. Okay. Let's do one more. Okay. I know we're like way over. We're way over. Um. Okay. Can we? This is gonna take forever. But let's. I do really want to talk about this one. Lightning the un, round. The unbulking. The ungains. So this is a weird question. This is what she says. How do I ungains? The Z. I put on too much muscle to feel comfortable, and now I want to get rid of some. Should I stop lifting for a while? Tell me, oh wise ones. And somebody else said, "Ditto." I feel like I tried on the muscle, and I've tried on the muscle, like trying on clothes. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel like me anymore. But trying to figure out how to burn some of it up. Do lean fit. <laughs> Do lean fit. I mean, I would really go back and listen to that our most recent episode, Julie Bauer. Yes. Where she talks about how, and I mean, she had talked about this forever about how you know when she was competing at regional, she was heavier and more muscular muscular than really felt like was comfortable in her body and you know it's like she has said you know I have nothing against women who are muscular I admire them for being able to do what they do it just didn't feel like me I think that's fair and I think something that like I've started I something that kind of like irks me a little about the whole like strong as the new skinny or even just about the, the mindset of like it doesn't matter what you look like you need to get you know you should just prioritize being strong is like what if you get to a point where that means having a body 
somebody that doesn't really feel like you. Exactly. And if you're at that point, you know, don't be like, it's totally fine to say like, you know what, I'm perfectly happy where I am. I'm perfectly happy being as strong as I am. And I don't feel like I need to, you know, I don't know. I just, I just think that it's okay to like want your body to look a certain way. And here's the thing is we talk a lot about joking with the, oh, I don't want to get bulky type of thing. And that is, I think more or less for people who are just even afraid to try CrossFit or even a Afraid, to, afraid to pick up a weight. Pick up a weight. And and so I think that it really kind of goes to what, how do you feel? How do you feel in your skin? And if you feel like, yeah, I'm just not really fitting my clothes. And like, I think Julie Bauer's story is perfect for this, for yeah. what she's talking about. And I would really go to read her blog post about that. And we can actually link to that if, if uh, you guys want to know which one it is. But go back and look at her blog, paleomg.com. And it was really, really enlightening to see someone who was really successful in CrossFit and competed at regionals and was doing very well and could have potentially had a CrossFit Games appearance decided to step back. And and it was because she was like, I just, this doesn't feel like me. And I think that is something that is a personal choice and no one should judge. And no, just like people who may judge if you have too much muscle, don't judge if you don't have muscle. It's just, I, I agree with you. What you're saying too is like the strong is the new skinny and all that crap. We're not, there's no one body type that's better than the other. And just what? because the trend is quote unquote, quote swinging the other way now it's like yeah but is that really healthy I I think the big thing too for me that is like I like bothers me about that trend is just feeling like you're no longer allowed to say I want my body to look a certain way that like now you can you know it's like the you know the cool thing to do is just to pretend like you don't even care how you look not pretend but just to get to a point where you don't care how you look right and it's all about performance and it's all about you know and like that if you're truly truly there that's great but I think that there and we've talked about this so many times I think that there is just a natural instinct and you know to want your body to match your personality and to want to feel like you look like yourself so anyway the the practicalities of how to do that um for Julie I know she talked a lot about just like she just go you know started cutting back in weights on workouts and she started doing a little bit more you know not even doing different workouts just cutting back on weights so she could move more quickly and so she was getting a little bit more of a cardio response and she wasn't you know it's like she I think the example she used was they did something that had 95 pound uh push press and she did 75 pounds so yeah so she started she was doing she the example she used was like a 95 pound push press and instead of doing that she was going to do 75 pounds and like her coach would argue with her about it and she was just like listen this is just these aren't my are not my goals anymore so right. okay cut back on weights you know make it seem a little bit more faster get a little bit more of that cardio response and i think you know honestly probably i don't want to say cut back on calories because i don't ever tell you to not eat as much as your body wants you to eat but maybe don't worry so much about like loading around your workouts that's my opinion and it might be there might well there might be something that the coaches may notice and you might have to just tell your coaches what your goals are and that your goals have changed if they're if it's that type of gym where the coaches know what you're capable of and they may push you you can just kind of have a conversation with them and be like look my goals have changed and I really am focusing on going lighter and just so they are not like what's going on right but yeah I think it's completely fine. I think it's all about acceptance and all about what feels right for you and what makes you happy. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, not a bad thing at all. 
Not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> I have right, that guys, well, I think- Justin Timberlake song in my head all day. Uh, we need to read a quick review before oh, okay. I forget because you guys are awesome and you have responded by leaving reviews on iTunes. If you haven't yet, please go visit iTunes, leave a review for our podcast and subscribe. So if you subscribe, that gets us pumped up on the charts as well as leaving a review. And of course, because now I'm competitive with Barbell Shrugged and the other CrossFit podcasts, I think we need to win <laughs> win the iTunes chart. So go ahead and leave a review. We'd love to read your comments. And here's one that we recently got. It says, love listening each week and have all my girlfriends, <laughs> friends, like, you know, Fran, get it? At Titan CrossFit in Maryland listening as well. It gives us something fun to talk about besides the goings on of our box. We all relate to you both in different ways. And we feel like we truly know you. You inspired me to get my level one. And that was an amazing experience. Happy pushing, Claire. Oh, sorry. Brandon just knocked on the door and he dropped a huge pound of huge bag of dog food. That's what that noise was. That's okay. She says, happy pushing, Claire. (laughs) And keep up the good work, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Girls Gone Wad is the reason I made it through my marathon training alive and somewhat sane. Full disclosure, I don't do the CrossFit. Somehow they almost made me look forward to my solo 20 milers. I say almost because though they are good, they're not at miracle worker status yet. (laughs) Give them time. These These women are genuinely laugh out loud funny and often verbalize thoughts that I'm pretty sure we've all had but aren't brave enough to say. My advice, listen to them, get addicted, drop all your real friends because there's no way they'll ever be as cool as Joy and Claire and spend your life with these ladies pretending that they actually know who you are. It's worked for me so far. You guys are so funny. You guys are so funny. I have to read one more. She says, I totally have been lurking but mostly just enjoying listening to these amazing women talk about life and CrossFit and Mean Girls. Love it. They are funny, weird, awesome, and inspiring. I look forward to every episode. This is the best podcast ever. I want to know about the people who don't do CrossFit, how they find us. Yeah. And maybe it's the charts. So everyone needs to leave a review. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's working. It's working. <laughs> All right. It's alive. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, Claire Bear, go lay on a bed and roll around. <laughs> yeah, except I can't roll around. No, don't joke about that, Joy. It's oh, not funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> just lay in one position only. <laughs> All right. I'm just excited for you to not make that sound anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> because that will mean you're no longer in pain. Yes. All right, Claire Bear. All right, guys, have a great week. Bye. Thank you.